0: super talk mississippi media production Kickstart your adventure now with a new good golf cart from country carts of brookhaven good golf carts are assembled right here in mississippi with the best features around and best of all they're street legal country carts of brookhaven 401 highway 51 south phone 601-748-0454 he's the former president and publisher of the sun herald and now he's on the radio Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast. Uh, uh, hang on a minute. Welcome back to Coast. View. Sorry, I'm about to screw it up. I haven't done that in a while. Sorry about that. Yeah, this is second half. Yeah. Ready? Okay. Welcome back to Coastview. I really enjoyed that conversation. Now we're going to shift gears and move over to my good friend, Senator, Senator Jeremy England from District Fifty-One. Uh, we'll talk about, tell people what Fifty-One is here in just a second. But how you doing, my friend?
1: Doing good, Ricky. Yeah, glad to see you, and glad to be on with you today. You
0: are fast and furious back back in the legislature doing your thing, and we're going to talk about that here in a second. But tell people the geography of District Fifty-One.
1: Yes, yeah, so District Fifty One. Uh, it's primarily the middle portion of, of Jackson County. It's going to be mostly your I Ten corridor. I've got the communities of Van Cleve and St. Martin. I've got a, a large portion of Ocean Springs and Goche and all of Moss Point. So it's a very good district with a a lot of good work, good hardworking people uh, in Jackson County.
0: Well, you know, we've you and I have chatted about this before, but the the saying in the legislature is that when there's no money, there's a lot of fussing and fighting going on. When there's when there's a lot of money, there's there's actually a lot of fussing and fighting going on. But That's this right. is also an election year, so what's the what's the tone as you as you enter into the session?
1: Yeah, so so you definitely hit the nail on the head there. That you know, we have a lot of money. Our job's actually harder because we have to be careful with what we use money for. We if it's one time money. We don't want to put that towards recurring expenses because it may not be there in the future. So we've got to be really careful about that. But we also have a a very unique opportunity to to upgrade and and maintain our infrastructure around the state. Um, We've got the opportunity to help. Uh, move some projects forward that maybe have been on the table for a while. Uh, to you know, I like to think of it specifically with our industrial parks uh, and and even with our tourism and other things in Mississippi. Uh, you, you know, we can use this money to give it a boost, uh, but we've got to be careful how we spend it. And and of course, like I says, election year, uh, everybody wants to wants to bring home the bacon to their their uh, their area, and, and so we've just got to make sure we put up a good fight.
0: So, you know, it's interesting when you guys come back into the session, there's a, you're, you know, you've been in your roles. Now, some of you have have had various meetings and you've communicated with each other and whatever. But, but when you come back in, is it sort of like you've been out the school year, you've been on summer break and now you're coming back and you're getting to see everybody again. And there's all this, like, there's some formalities. So there's a lot of informalities, a lot of catching up on the latest rumor. How It's it just it's fast and furious, isn't it? It,
1: it is, and and for me uh, as a senator and legislator that that has my own bills and my own priorities, it's very important these first couple of weeks for me to meet with as many people as possible, find out what their priorities are, find out what they like, what they dislike, what they've had developed in their districts. Uh, and, and a lot of times I'm able to help them and, and they're able to help me. And, uh, so these, these first, I think this is week four. It feels like we've been here about three months already because it's every five minutes is being filled with, with a new meeting or a new discussion.
0: Well, we'll, we go, we'll start this now and we'll finish it on the other side, but the, the, uh, the process Every year, it starts a little slow. It's sort of it's designed that way. There's a there's a lot of meetings that go on, and a lot of outside meetings that go on, and there's just there's a there's a full calendar. But it's not always necessarily engaged in debates and stuff like that. You're not really at that stage yet. But and then when it when the rubber starts to hit the rolls, bills get filed and start things start to really occur. Um, man, it starts to hit fi- fast and furious then, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it really does, and, and uh, you know, we usually have about 10 days, uh, maybe even less than that, to get our bills filed and get them dropped. Um, but for me, I've been working on my bills all last year during the off season. I'll send them to our legislative services, but but you just don't know what's gonna hit that hopper and what's gonna end up in a committee. And as soon as it hits that committee, for example, Judd Jud B, I think we've got several hundred bills that we're looking at in Judd B, and, and we'll only bring out a handful of those. Uh, and we want to make sure we bring up the good ones for debate. And that's really where the debate starts is right in those committee meetings.
0: Well, if you have in judiciary in the you, you guys, you say grace over a lot there. But what's interesting about what you just said is that you may know, actually, you may know going into the session that these five, we really need to take them up because we know they're coming. They're substantial. They're correcting problems or new opportunity, whatever it might be. But then there could be some sleepers in the other 95. There could be a sleeper. So you can't just, like, bust through them like nobody's business. You, you really have to pay attention, don't you?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, look, we had a Judd B meeting uh, on Wednesday morning, and it was, I think we discussed five bills in an hour. And that was just in the committee. And even those had amendments to them and, and came up. And look, the first three or four, or the first three, were, were, were already passed or we already expected. But then you never know what discussions are going to come up, what's important to people. And, you know, the process is designed to kill bills and to, to flesh out those issues that we don't know exist. Uh, and, and we need to do that. We need to make sure we're passing good laws up here.
0: It's, uh, you have to resist because people get busy and things are happening so fast. You, you really got to get to resist the urge to say, we don't have time to focus on that right now. You have to resist that, don't you?
1: That's right. Yeah. And, and look, as an attorney, I was told early on in my career as an attorney, you know, no matter how many cases I get in front of me, every single case that I have is the most important thing in somebody's life. And I look at bills the same way. Every bill we've had that hits that hopper is the most important thing to one person or to a group of people. And that deserves our our, uh, full attention and our due diligence. We have to look at every one of them uh, with that in mind.
0: R- Rolling Weeks, the former publisher of the Sun Herald, uh, put a program in place long before I got into a leadership role called the Goals and Objectives Program. Every single individual in the company would write their goals and objectives and write write the you know their you know answers to these questions and then they would pass to the next level and the next level and it we, and man it was incredible. What I learned actually from that process was that you never know where a great idea is going to come from you just don't know and if you if you skim past something you might that might be the stone you should have turned over because something amazing what what could also happen is the five that you know that are going to pass judiciary at least you get recommended there might be something hidden in those others that could actually be an amendment to one of those that would really make it even better. So, um, you know, the work is always, you know, success is always in the trenches. You know, and you got to have great leadership. I looked across the the, the ram of of uh, of committee members and uh, chairmen, and you got you got you a good list of leaders there, don't you?
1: We do. Look, everybody in here. I, when I first got here, I've been very impressed with how well the people in Mississippi are represented in both the Senate and the House with with these legislators that we have up here. Uh, and just real quick to mention on the goals uh, you know I've told several leadership groups I've talked to. On the coast, i remind them that, you know, you have your goal in mind and you set your plan to get to that goal, but don't be afraid to throw that plan out the window and, and reroute if you need to, because the goal is what's most important, not the plan. And, and uh, same thing with bills up here. We're told don't fall in love with your bills. If, it, if you don't pass it this year, sometimes you, you put it off till next year and you work on it and you get it. Well, one of my bills right now, this is the fourth year, It made it all the way to the governor's desk last year, and, and I'm working on getting it right back to him this year uh, to try to get that, that law passed.
0: Yeah, me, I remember well your passion for that subject. But let our let our listeners hear about that.
1: Yeah. So so what this bill is, it's a it's a public fund offender registry. So anyone that has bribed a public official or stolen money from any government entity, whether it be municipality on up to the state in any department thereof, uh, if you've stolen money or embezzled money from those departments, you cannot then hold another job. Within a, a state where you're in the treasury department or a registrar's office or anything like that, and not only that, but your name goes on a public registry, uh, noting that you you stole. You're you're no longer trustworthy with the public's funds and with taxpayer money or ratepayer money, and you stay on that list until you pay your money back. And I think that's a that's something that we need to do. We need to hold people accountable, and that's what this bill's about. It's about accountability. And I and I will say, Ricky Last year, when it got on the governor's desk, we mentioned the, the the process of legislation as it goes through. There was some language added over on the house to this bill from another bill, and the governor didn't like that language. and And so, I've had conversations with 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 him directly and with his office, and he said, "Look, I like this idea. Get it back to us, and and we'll uh, we'll put this in in the code book."
0: It's especially important given uh, what we're learning about various fraud cases in our state always gonna be a part of what we do. But man, it's just I think it's really important. The bill is important and I appreciate your tenacity on pulling it together and keeping it focused. It, it, you know it, bills, man, if you got to stick with it, don't you?
1: Oh yeah, you do. I mean you've got to like I say you've got to be quick on your feet. You've got to find out what's important to some people and if you can help them out by putting some of that into your some of that language into your bill. This bill, I've worked on it since I got up here. It's an issue I campaigned on and the bill that we have now looks a lot different than the bill that I dropped in twenty twenty. Yeah. And and that's a good thing. I think it's improved. And and you see people up here they, they come up here and they feel like look, this language I've got, this is the end all, beat all, best bill you'll ever see. And if you think like that, you're probably not ever gonna get a bill passed up here.
0: Well in the Senate you got fifty two members and uh, you would think, Well that's not a lot, but boy, trying to you know, seeking alignment around fifty two members. And you have a lieutenant governor saying grace over all that. Um, it's easier said than done. It it usually takes a massive amount of communication. In fact, I want to talk a little bit more about that in the final segment when we come back with uh, Senator Jeremy England. We'll continue the conversation. Live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say Alexa. Open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coastview with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coastview. I have my friend, Senator Jeremy England uh, from Senate District 51 here in Coastal Mississippi. And he's a good friend. We communicate a lot. Um, I think, you know, I don't always agree with Jeremy, but I really like the fact that he does his homework and he's willing to come on this show. And we don't debate too often. We, we'll find debates about things from time to time, but I generally agree with, with where he's headed. But most mostly, I agree with his approach, the fact that he's willing to put the time in. And, um, and anyway, it's not easy. But, you know, we were talking, it's, it really isn't easy to make a bill happen. And if you have passion, you, you, a lot of times, actually, you have to be willing. To hang in there from sometimes years, as you have on that one bill, um, but if you know it's the right thing to do, you just can't let go, can you?
1: No, no, you 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 press forward. You know, there's always next year. You can, uh, you, you know, you find out what issues you have. It, look, from the first, the very first year, there were a lot of issues concerning that bill, uh, and I talked to uh, Senator Wiggins, Senator Bryce Wiggins. It was in his committee, and I said, hey, you know, Senator Wiggins, kind of. Can I bring this up in the committee, get a discussion, get a feel for where the debate's going to go? Even if we don't pass it in committee, just let me see what the what the what, what kind of ideas are brought up. And he did and he ended up passing committee. Uh, we got it on the floor. But but, you know, a lot of times we can help each other out by just just doing that. Like, look, I know that we're going to have some issues. this bill. Let's see what our fellow senators have to say about it. And let's do it in an open forum like that sometimes where. Uh, where you know you really find out what's important to people's constituents in the open forum like that, and that's important for me. You know, this isn't a Jackson County bill; it's a state of Mississippi bill, and and I want it to work everywhere. Um, so yeah, so it's tough. It's tough to pass a bill, but I'll tell you uh, one thing that some of the the more seasoned senators told me when I got here. They said, "Jeremy, you're gonna." You're gonna work your whole first term learning how to how to pass a bill and you're gonna spend the rest of your time up here making sure you know how to kill the bad bills. And that's <laughs> that I found that to be true as well.
0: Well, therein lies the legislative process. I mean it's it can be it can be messy and hard and but this, this drag of time and having all these voices involved. The reason for that is so that a bad bill doesn't get passed. You know, you, you know, that's, that's kind of, you know, we want progress to happen, but sometimes a bad bill can stop progress so fast to make your head spin. Absolutely, so, lots of good examples of that, isn't there?
1: Oh, there is. Yeah, there is. We're, we're looking at some right now, Ricky, with uh, uh, particularly house bill 401. I know you and I've talked about that uh, briefly. I noticed that you've, you've posted about that, made some good examples of how, how this is a a step backwards for the state of Mississippi um, and so we're working on that and look it's it's on a fast track right now towards yeah. passage and that's a bad thing we need to slow Frank, the Frank, scale. Hey, frame the bill real quick <clears throat> yeah so so HB401 is a it's a bill that that will limit your electric vehicle manufacturers from coming in and selling their vehicles without having a dealership. So the your, your more traditional manufacturers want them to not have access to that sales model, which is working for them, and they want them to set up the dealerships and go through it uh, like the system we see now. And, and they're able to do that now, Rick. So the law right now allows the electric vehicles to do that. We're, we're what's called an open state in Mississippi. They can create a wholly owned subsidiary uh, set up a showroom and do that now. Well, this bill, HB 401, wants to close them out of that, it wants to move Mississippi from being an open state to a closed state when it comes to this issue. And and I'll tell you, we're the only state, last year we we're the only state, I haven't had time to look at it this year, the only state looking to close our model down to these people. Other states that are closed are looking to open because they see this new innovative uh, technology and the manufacturers and the the suppliers and the shippers and everybody that that, that entails, they want them in their state. And we're taking a step backwards and trying to close them out of that. And I just look for me. This is a this should be an easy slam dunk bill to kill as a as a not a, not being a free market, uh, you know, pro capitalism type um, system, which is policy that I support. Always up here, and and this bill is just—it's not a good bill. HB 401 is not a good bill.
0: I'm gonna send you a couple, sing a couple of bars from what I wrote about it. Right. Um, here's what I said: I have to acknowledge to my auto dealer friends, and I have many of them, incidentally. I don't blame them; they're they're trying to do what's best for them. It's up to the right. legislature to do what's best for Mississippi. Mm-hmm. But that you've obviously worked hard on this, and it seems to have the votes. I don't know where it's going to head in the Senate. Had the vote was overwhelming in the House in a positive way for them. Um, but here's my thought. Innovation changes everything every single day. Printed newspapers are nearly dead. Did the Mississippi Press Association try to get Mississippi to ban online alternatives to news in this state? Of course not. What about video rental stores and a long list of other industries that have been virtually eliminated? Innovation is hard. Innovation is disruptive. Of course, auto dealers are not in fear of being eliminated, but direct-to-consumer sales is happening in droves these days across the country in just about every single single vertical, vertical. Imagine the retail association trying to get the state legislature to pass a bill to ban Amazon deliveries in Mississippi. I well, mean, where do you draw the line? How do you decide what innovation you're going to allow and what innovation you're not going to allow? And by the way, by not allowing some innovation now, what does that potentially signal in the future for future innovation that could come our way? I just think it's a dangerous precedent.
1: It, it is. And look, change and adaptation, especially to the market, is tough, and sometimes it happens quickly, sometimes it takes a while. You know, the printed newspaper system, that took a while to, to get to where we are now, but, but it happens, and the reason it happens is because the market's responding to the consumer, they're responding to new uh, technology and new ways to put out their, their product, and, and we can't really step in the way of that. We're, we're really not doing ourselves any favor if we do that, and we really need to grow, grow industry in this state and not shut it down.
0: I can't agree more. Hey, Jeremy, we'll we'll stay in touch with you over the over the coming months, or weeks, actually, and have you back, and we can talk about sort of the lay of the land at that moment. But this has been Jeremy England. He's a senator from District 51 here in coastal Mississippi and a good friend of Coastview. Well, uh, anyway, have a great day, Jeremy, and we'll see you tomorrow.
1: Thank you for having me, Ricky. A
0: Super Talk Mississippi yeah. media production.